Hello, this is episode 28 of Live from the Bordello. And episode 4 of Star Wars. I, yes. So, so I have two things to talk about today. Other One Star of Wars them, no. and Star Trek? No. Where has this come from? 1970s? Okay. So, so I'll, I'll let you decide the ordering so you can... Second one first. The second one first. Well, I haven't, I haven't said which one. <laughs> I can choose myself now. So the first one is about how our podcast saved the day. Excellent. That sounds good. And the Who's day? well, you'll find out. Okay. And the second one is uh, Hussein is socially awkward. Question and possible discussion. Ooh. Let's start with the podcast saving the day. Okay. I'm just curious about that. Okay. So our podcast saved the day, or rather the few days. So a friend of mine recently went to New York, and moving to a new place is hard, and, yes, and friends are hard, and she had a roommate who then suddenly vanished for like two days without telling her. So she's so like... she knew? I suspect not, no. She's like some stranger who was a roommate and yeah. had no idea if they should be vanishing or not. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's, so that's like weird. two days later, she's in a house on her own and is like, this person has vanished, are they dead? <laughs> um, and as one does when one is far away from everyone, was just like, ah, everything is bad and weird and they haven't had social contact in quite a while and, and got very sad. Mm-hmm. And, and she called her dad and he said, when was the last time you spoke to a person? Maybe you should leave the house and have a conversation. But apparently what she did instead was listen listen to our podcast for like two days straight because that was the level of social interaction that she was comfortable with. That's not social interaction at all. I know, but but it was really nice to hear that our soothing voices (laughs) accompanied somebody who was was in a bad place and helped them through a rough time. Wait, 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 did it help her or did it, was it like... A spiral into despair. She started listening, and then she was too immobilized with desperation to. Well, I mean, she told me this story in person and was not sobbing at the time. Okay, so she she made it out of her yes hikikomori lifestyle. So either we made it better or it got better. Nothing to do with us. Good. Um, not making it worse is a pretty mm-hmm. good standard, I feel like. But yeah, I feel like this is this is a pattern that we have of our listeners consuming us in vast quantities all at once. That's definitely the proper way to consume anything. Yes. Especially us personally. <laughs> exactly. Like a dinosaur. So so I thought that was the story. That's a nice story. How, how do you feel about, about us accidentally being uh, therapy? I feel positive about that. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I'm glad that we could help someone in their hour of being locked in a dark basement alone. Because I assume where her apartment is and how she, she lives her lifestyle. That seems reasonable. Does she, yeah. does she have an awesome neck beard? Uh, yes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. That's, that is the, the audience that I speak for. And, <laughs> and two. And two. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's well. good. I'm glad that we could help by just being loud. Yeah, I mean, internet. do you think we can... We can branch out into therapy services? Yeah, can we expand this? Like mail order? Like mail late, order? Late night television. Are you sad and alone? Listen to some people talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Just three easy payments of nineteen ninety nine, and we'll throw in this free bonus episode. That sounds good. Yeah, okay. So send us money to... Feel better, maybe. Money at brodello.net. <laughs> Email us your money. Email us bitcoins. <laughs> you can do that, right? I only take Doge. Oh, really? That doesn't have any monetary value anymore. <laughs> it, it fell apart. Um, well, for a while it was popular, but then, yeah. But then the internet happened. Um, so I, I guess that's that story over, and now we now we have a serious discussion. No, no. It's not actually that serious. It's. I, I'm sure there is room for lols. So... The setup is there is someone that I know socially that I've met a few times 
I'm going to be deliberately vague here, but I'm sure you can figure it out, and I'm sure a lot of listeners can figure it out. There is somebody I have met socially a few times, who a while ago kept sending me text messages saying, would you like to go out for lunch on the weekend? And the answer is no. (laughs) Awkward. I find them really weirdly intense and uncomfortable to be around, not because they're an awful person, just because, like, I don't, I don't know if you've ever had this thing, like, where you look at somebody and you're like, you're, you're, <gasps> yeah, yeah, being around them gives me a, a, a small Wait, this, existential this is someone crisis. That I know? crisis. It might be, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, You made it sound like I would easily guess who this is, but I'm not sure that I um, I can. I'm not sure you can either. I don't think you can. Okay. Can you just tell me and then edit it out? The circles. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea, actually. (laughs) We are editing out from here. Back soon. Returning from Bossa Nova. Do, 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 do. That was a nice break. Thank you. So, yes, this this person's company is a thing that I find kind of weird. Like, I can deal with them in social mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. In, in a group, they're fine to have around. It's not yeah. like I never want to see this human. I just don't want to be spending my leisure time with them. Right. I understand. Um, there are a lot of people who are fine, but you don't want to spend a lot of time yeah. right. being best friends with them. Yeah. And or listening the to them constantly the... in your house alone when you're sad. The problem is a lot of the... <laughs> The problem is a lot of those people really want to be friends with someone. Yeah. So they try way too hard, which is part, most of the reason that they're sort of unpleasant to be around, because they really want to be your friend, but because so, they don't have enough friends and they feel lonely and they're trying to not do whatever the thing they did last time was, but... Yeah, it's it's not quite like that. But, like, last time they would send me a text message saying, uh, like, would you like to go out for lunch over the weekend? And I would repeatedly reply with... No, I'm busy mm-hmm. in that unexplained busy way yeah, that yeah. actually means like, I don't want to hang out off. with you. Please stop making this awkward. Yeah. And they still didn't get it. Right. And they kept messaging me. So right. eventually I just like didn't reply. You just threw your phone down a sewer grate and then filled it with gasoline and set it on fire. Right. And then I bought a new phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so so eventually it tailed off mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, good. I need your new number, by the way. Sorry? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, the twist at the end is it's you. No. Um, <laughs> No, that's not... Definitely not. I never text message anyone. That's true. So, like, it tailed off, and I thought, they're finally off my back. And they didn't show up to this social event a few times, and then they did, recently. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? And then, this morning, I get a text message (laughs) saying, Hey, would you and your fiancé like to come out on a double date this weekend? And I'm like, oh, God, not this again. That's that's interesting, because the you and your fiancé come on a double date is a little different than just like, Hey, you want to hang out? You want to hang out? No, 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 no. I mean, the the, the do you want to hang out has taken many forms Mm -hmm. and come out with me and my friend or come out with... Like you and your friend and me and my friend and let's have a social social thing together. Mm. Um, has it'll, so so that was taking many forms in the previous incarnation of it happening. So yes, the question is, how do you just be like no? I no, mean, like, so the only just, way I don't want to be your friend out. <laughs> So, so there is no way to say that to someone that isn't incredibly hurtful. Right. 
because it is just an incredibly hurtful thing to say. So so either you can keep pretending to lose their text messages and mm-hmm. they'll just be like, oh, I guess this person is sort of a jerk. Or you can be like, I don't want to be your friend. And they're like, now I know this person is a jerk. Yeah. So I, so, I mean, like this. I... But really, they're the jerk for wanting to be friends with you. So yeah. you have the moral high ground here. So the, the frustrating thing is that, like, I have two things in my library of like social cues that mean go away without actually saying go away and mm-hmm. were they to happen to me I would get the hint and I'm a socially awkward nerd and they are fade and just repeatedly say no and not give a very good reason Mm-hmm. And never say, "Oh, but we should definitely do something." Like, mm-hmm. so, so if somebody says, "Would you like to go out?" and you actually are busy and would like to go out, mm-hmm. then you indicate that that is the case by saying, "Well, I could do sometime next week," and I'm not doing that. Right. right. I'm just saying, "Can't go by." Uh, I mean, no, like when that doesn't work, that. like I've exhausted my list of ways to tell people to fuck off. Well. You can go just to fuck off. Yeah, but that's... Incredibly rude. That's incredibly rude, and also I have no problem with this person showing up to social events, Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't have an interest in making a social enemy of them. Like, I don't want to be a dick to this person. This person has a right to exist and show up, and, like, I am not against their company. I'm just don't want to spend my leisure time with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like your, your options are just continue to be annoyed and feel guilty about not wanting to spend time with this person and mm-hmm. respond with, no, I'm busy, repeatedly. Or tell them, I will always be busy for you because there is some <laughs> fundamental flaw in your personality. Or occasionally invite them to group social events mm-hmm. and continue to say, no, I'm busy, which will give them completely confusing mixed signals. And they'll continue to be like, hey, you want to hang out? Hey, you want to hang out? Hey, you want to hang out? Yeah. I I asked my Facebook this question, and helpful people replied with, tell them the truth, but don't be a dick about it. And I'm like, yes, that is exactly my question. No, there is no way to tell them the truth, but not be a dick about it. You're being a dick about it anyway. There's no way to not be a dick in this situation, because it is a situation where you are just outright rejecting someone for their personality. Yes. And there's no way to do that nicely. Mm -hmm. And most people just avoid that by not being so persistent about trying to hang out with people who are already repeatedly rejecting them. Yeah. But some people, A, either don't... Either A, they really like you for some reason, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, mysterious because you don't like them very much. Yeah. Or B, they're, I don't know, just determined to hang out with you for some... Maybe there's a pyramid scheme they want to sell you on. Yeah, so, like, that's that's the weird thing is because, like, when they do come to these group events, they don't super interact, Uh like, with the rest of the group or, indeed, me. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, they, they show up for a little bit and then leave. And everybody is like, why did you even come? This is weird. But but they seem to be particularly interested in... Do they do this to everyone in the My group? company. I don't, actually, I don't know the answer to that question. Because it's totally possible they're just like, you want to hang out? You want to hang out? You want to hang out? I mean, like, definitely other people in the group know that this happens to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't mentioned anything. And they haven't mentioned anything. Like, oh, that happened to me as well. But they also... They have my number because I run the group. Mm-hmm. So they might just not have exchanged numbers with other people in the group. I mean, my guess is that this person just wants to make some friends and they know your number and have met you a few times and like, we should... I, yeah, but This like, is the person I should talk to. It's almost like, yes, why don't we go to this how to socialize with people and understand when they don't want to hang out with you I mean, so the, exhibition the, at the, an art gallery and then be like, at the last minute, oh, I can't make it, we should go anyway. <laughs> 
Is that is that playing? I don't I don't know. Because that'd be I'd, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, really good art. A lecture on on how to be capable <laughs> in social situations. I would probably go to that. That would be awkward. <laughs> I'd be like, oh no, I have to sacrifice me going to this thing in order to get this person off mm-hmm. the back. And the other option is just hang out with them once and then see how it how it is. No, because like if I hang out with them once, then that sets a precedent. Well, it sets a precedent, but also it might change your opinion about them. I don't want to. I don't. I don't need new friends. I'm. <laughs> It might change their opinion about you. So yeah, I could hang out with them once and then just be a complete tosser. But that's also like that's still a waste of my time. You know what? Nappy, you could you could go do something that you would enjoy doing anyway. in any in any company, right? Yeah. You, you don't have to go to a like stare into each other's eyes and talk about your talk about your most awkward emotions mm-hmm. episode. You can just like go to a place. That yeah, they they seem to be of, um, under the impression that I'm interested in going out and buying expensive dinners, like going and, and getting brunch at a place that costs far too much. Well, that is a thing you're interested in, isn't it? Um, I mean, not brunch. No, not really. Hmm. I mean, like go, going and getting food at upscale restaurants. Yeah, where it's more money than like. Yeah, there, there's this this quality versus there's a price quality ratio that has to be. So met. there's a price quality ratio, and the thing that tips it in favor of paying more is company. <laughs> <laughs> and going out to an expensive place. With my fiance is a thing that I might do once in a while. Uh-huh. Going out to an expensive place with somebody that I am actually unnerved by uh-huh. is even less of a good proposition. What's so unnerving about them? You just stare intently. <sighs> yeah. Do they like lick their lips a little bit and stare directly at your left shoulder? No, but definitely like they might intense. Be sizing you up for, for cannibalism. Intense staring and and just being that little bit too interested. Mm-hmm. And persistence in wanting to hang out. Mm-hmm. I do feel like they they want something from me. I cannot understand why somebody would be so insistent unless they had a pyramid scheme to sell me hmm. or wanted to propose propose or, I, or something. I find that there are a lot of people who are really awkward in large social situations do well that they don't know and then become much less awful when you know them individually. Like, yeah. I have a lot of friends who I really like. Mm-hmm. But really don't want to go to a party with, right? Because they get weirdly not a lot of. I have several. I have some friends who I really like, but in large groups of strangers, they get like weirdly defensive and sort of become yeah, jerks, yeah. or just like become really into the weird thing that defines them from from mm-hmm. these other people and only want to talk about this thing. Or, right. I'm sort. I, I totally get that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's totally an art. To making a party full of people, and that is very different to just having like one-on-one hangouts with mm-hmm. people, or like very small groups where everybody is. Like mm-hmm. when I was still in the UK, I had a couple of friends in particular who, if we hang hung out just as the three of us, it would be great because mm-hmm. we had this rapport that worked between the three of us. If they also came to a party with other people, then they would do that thing. And you'd be embarrassed. And the that. rest of the group would be like, we don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a thing. But yeah, I just... Oh. I don't know. If it bothers you that much, just bite the bullet and be a dick to this person, and they'll never shop again, and you'll won't have to worry about them anymore because you'll have forgotten them. But like that's, I don't like being a dick to someone who doesn't deserve it, and I this mean, person doesn't deserve it. I just don't and, want and you'll to have hang ruined out with this them. fun communal thing for them too. Yeah, and like I have no, I have no reason to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, why don't you get the hint that I don't want to hang out with you? 
It's it's not because you smell or because I am repelled by you. It's just that on it balance, I'm repelled by you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on balance, you just fall below the fifty percent line of I give a shit. <laughs> oh, what a dick. Yeah, I, I, I can't help you. I, I, so I'm terrible at extricating myself from uncomfortable social situations that I don't want to be involved in. Uh huh. I just like slowly edge towards the door. Yeah, that's the window. It's a long way around. <laughs> <laughs> If you, dear listener, have advice here, please email, please don't talk to me, at brodello.net. <laughs> and if you are the person being talked about, or worried that you are... Ooh, yes. If I have made you feel really uncomfortable, then it's probably you. No, um, not necessarily. Most people... I don't know, anytime someone describes someone in the abstract that has some vague qualities, mm-hmm. I just assume it's me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I worry about it. So I'm saying that the listener right now should be worried that it is them. Oh, yeah. We, we want our listeners to worry about contacting you too much. Yeah. All of a sudden, my friendship group is just going to fall <laughs> through the floor. And I'm going to be texting all of my friends saying, Come on, do, you want, do you want to hang <laughs> out for lunch? And they're just like, no, I'm really busy. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a lot of people nowadays who are just really busy all the fucking time. Yes. And you're like, do you want to do something? And they'll, they'll tell you yes. Yes. But they're really busy, and they're really busy for the next, like, 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Because people who are adults have ridiculously complicated lives, and it's awful, and I hate it. Yeah. I don't have that problem. <laughs> and I, I end up being that person who is like, do you want to do something now? And we're like, no, it's midnight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I often find that you you text me, and you're like, do you want to do something? And I'm like, yes, but if it's not at my house, they better let dogs come. <laughs> <laughs> In conclusion, people are hard. Yeah, yeah. I have to go to an interview soon of someone else, not me. I'm not uh-huh. being interviewed, hopefully. Uh-huh. That'd be a really nasty surprise. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, defend your existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you think our society would be different if every year you just had to have, like, a parole interview to defend your, your continued existence in society? Um, that would be a really horrible dystopia. Yeah, maybe it would be nice for the people who are successful at it. So, as a person who is arrogant enough to just assume that they would be successful 100% of the time, and just without even worrying, (laughs) I would still feel really bad going into said interviews, and, like, meeting the people outside who are really worried. That's like Maggie and her various teacher meetings at school. People go in, come out looking ashen, and she goes in, they're like, oh, good job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, my default assumption whenever I walk into a job interview is this is going to go fine. I'm never worried. I'm just like, this is an opportunity to talk about myself, and if people don't like it, then they can fuck off. I think I've had one job interview. I've done some in my time, because I've had some jobs by now. Yeah, I think the only jobs I've had have happened by magic, except for this one, which I just came and I was like, man, I really hope that they accept me. And uh-huh. I waited like six months. Yeah. I was like, man, I really hope they accept me, because otherwise I will have no excuse to continue not doing anything. Uh-huh. I, t- I was looking at a bunch of other places, but I was like, man, I really wanted to go to the Broad. Everyone says they're the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that pause in. I really like it here. I really like all the people here. <laughs> Diplomatic. No, no. I mean, I'm serious. I really, yeah, yeah. I think the people here are really awesome, mm-hmm. and the work is the product is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like that with my first job. Man, working is terrible. It's so I hard. really, really liked the culture at my first job. I liked the people. It was 
genuinely, I actually felt like part of the family, which is that awful thing that people like, th- that is this horrible corporate thing that yeah, people that say, kind of... but like does actually happen in some cases and you feel like you socially fit in and the culture is nice and welcoming and you know how to navigate around people and people are generally friendly and happy to see you and it's awesome. And I was like, I have to leave because there is no career advancement for me here because nobody is leaving because it's really nice. <laughs> That's funny. Like, nobody was moving up because the company wasn't getting any bigger and nobody was leaving above me so I could fill their shoes. So I was just like flailing for a while mm. and going, there's nothing for me to do. And I was really sad to go. Huh. And then I, I moved somewhere where I walked in and my interview was them asking me what they should do. I had some experience of some game engine stuff that they wanted to start using. Yeah. And they were like, should we use this? What should we do? What are the pros and cons? So I just, like, gave them free advice as my interview, and they hired me. So, like, I walked into this new job and had expertise, and people listened to what I had to say, and I was like, this is awesome for my career. I feel great, but they're all wankers. (laughs) I didn't like any of them. So I was, like, socially really sad, and professionally got a load of experience. So the problem is I just don't like working. Working. Yeah, I really like coming in and talking to people and learning about interesting things. And yeah, but I just coming in every day—it's so hard. <laughs> it's like five days a week. I don't have a problem with that. It's so hard. How does the rest of humanity do it? And they have much worse working conditions than we do. Except people don't get to make a podcast. Maybe that's how they do it. They don't like come in and be like, "Fuck, I've got to do a podcast today." <laughs> no, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have that attitude because you do all the work. Yeah, I was going to say so. like you don't have to edit it. So. Yeah, so it's great. It's like a magical thing that just shows up by elves. <sighs> I am not elves. <laughs> I am people. <laughs> so what I should do is make a video of me editing the podcast, but the problem is I would then end up editing the video, video to make it look interesting. No, to like, be to, to actually reflect the anguish that I go through. Yeah, that's sort of how I feel about all creative processes, that they're agonizing and painful and yeah. better left to someone else to do. Good. All right. Okay, well, please email, what was it? Please don't talk to me at brodello.net with advice that I desperately need on how to get rid of this person. Or alternatively, if you know any assassins who are willing to do a job for free or for publicity. I tell you what, if, you are, if you are a That's master a assassin... Idea. And you feel like you could benefit from some free publicity, we can just design the graphics for our website and you'll get so much publicity. I am happy, good for your career. I am happy to promote Hitman Services on the podcast if you will give me one free job. And I will rate and give a review on the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>